Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Why, hello, 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 Internet. It's Saturday. It's 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here on Twitch.tv slash ReadyCheckRadio, we're doing Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up live podcast. We've got chat here to chime in on a bunch of different things. We've got a ton of news this week, and if you're watching on YouTube, listening on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, wherever you want to listen to, if you could, go ahead and click like, click follow, Give us a subscribe. All that fun stuff. If you like what we do here and you want to see more of it, it's the easiest, fastest, and in fact, freest way to support us. We are closing in on 300 followers on YouTube. So just a couple more subscriptions over there and we will hit that 300 mark. Help us out if you could. If you need a link to all the socials, right there at readycheckradio.com. R-A-I-D-E-O dot com. Not only can you get all of our shows there, including this show and The Relic Grind and even past episodes of Snowbound, The Blizzard Show, which may make a return, may make a return. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, and all the socials are in the upper right-hand corner. But we got a lot of news to get to, so I'm just going to introduce my co-hosts, Mr. Jason Winter. You got nothing in the background today. It's just a, it's just a boring now. Saturday, huh? Just me. Just a boring side. Just had dinner. So uh, What did you have? But- uh, some spaghetti, which oh. is which is not not Asian food. However, I did a few weeks ago. We had uh, we did get order some Asian. I got some fortune cookies. What's your and fortune? I have one still sitting here. Well, let's find out. Yeah, let's see if it's any Why good. I like how you, you felt see. the need to be like, it's spaghetti. It's not Asian food. Like we were like, hmm, Asian. <laughs> it was like, well, no, 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 spaghetti, not Asian food. To be clear, exactly. spaghetti can be traced to China. And also, everything you know that fortune cookies. Everything. everything. You know that fortune cookies aren't actually Chinese, right? Yeah, th- that's totally an American thing. Yeah. Okay. My fortune says, "A great pleasure in life is doing what others say you can't." That sounds about right for you, just to like give the old f you to people. That that seems Jason Winterish. That definitely. Yeah, but I don't, I don't. I don't aspire to do a whole lot. Yeah, so but and, and I don't really think anybody's like Jason Winter. You can't do that. You can't do. That's because nobody t- nobody cares. <laughs> Also on the line, resident artist of Ready Check Radio, Yod. Welcome back, sir. Welcome back. Hey, thank you. And uh, fortune cookies are actually American Japanese. Yeah. Not yeah. even American Chinese. So, yeah. fun fact for you today. <laughs> Everything else in the world can be traced back to China, except mm-hmm. fortune cookies. Yes. Look, except look, look fortune right cookies. This, this fortune, it's on paper. Paper can be traced mm-hmm. back to China, right? Yep. Yep. Technically. Okay, there we go. So there yep. we go. We have yep. something in this. There was something in here that can be traced back to China. Everything. 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 Twitch. Got its roots in China. <laughs> God, that's... That, that's only because maybe like, what, Tencent bought them or something for a second? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's not true. Not true. <laughs> Flynn, wishing us a good show. Jumped over while Mog Talk is having technical issues. Thanks for uh, stopping by, like, Flynn. Like Much appreciated. Millions of people today are descended from Gigas Khan, so most of them can be traced back to China. <laughs> I like Flynn. He's like stopping by saying, hey, have a good show. I'm watching something better. <laughs> like, <Ooh. laughs> they just have technical difficulties. Yeah, I'll be back so, there once they're done. We got a lot to cover today, so let's get right down to it. And for those of you that uh, like the timestamps I normally put on this show on YouTube, 
Sorry, this episode's not going to have timestamps because we're going to be all over the place. Normally, there's like Are one we? or two bigger topics, and then I lump a bunch of smaller topics together to finish the show and oh, just have some fun yeah, with. We are. We're going to be all over the place today, all over the place today. Uh, but some bigger, let's say bigger news of the week, gents. We've got three new Star Wars games on the way from Respawn Entertainment. Now, the you know we went all this time with like no Star Wars games, right? And the big call, are we ever going to see a Star Wars single-player story-driven game again? And then finally, we got uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which was very well-received, very good game. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, so very happy with that. But then we saw like, you know, 1313 get canceled and like just a bunch of other projects we knew about get canceled. Now, Respawn working on not one, not two, but three Star Wars titles, including a sequel to Jedi or to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Not surprised at all there with how the game uh, was received and how well it did sales-wise. And the other two titles are first-person shooters being directed by Peter Hirschman, who he's been involved with Star Wars an awful lot. Some good, some Has not. He? Some not so good. He's been in, involved with a lot of Star Wars titles. <laughs> Um, and a strategy game being developed by a newly formed studio, Bit Reactor, which is kind of being overseen by Respawn. So lots of Star Wars love on the horizon here over the next couple of years. And I'll tell you what, Jason, I couldn't be happier. Respawn has a good track record so far with these titles. I have got a, I got a positive, optimistic outlook. It's not like I'm seeing Star Wars Battlefront 3 and going, no, I don't know. These ones, we'll I'm a little more hopeful for. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Yes, gotta, I'm gotta very interested in the strategy game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a friend who really got into, what was it, Galaxy at War? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's never been, that's never, my, never been my kind of thing, like star, Starship, space-based tactical stuff, but if it's going to be on that line, then maybe, or it could be more like a, like it could be like an XCOM kind of, you know, turn-based game, maybe something like that. It'd be neat to go outside the realm of what we usually see from Star Wars games, which is like, usually a shooter or a spaceship game or something like that. So do something like that would be a little little different and kind of interesting. Yon, are you a Star Wars guy? We've never really like got in depth with Star Wars anything here. Like but like I, I mean you got the baby Yoda, but everybody's <laughs> into baby Yoda, so I mean to a certain extent. I, I enjoy me some Star Wars. I, I, I like the uh the Clone Wars animated series. I like the original movies. The the prequel was. Nyeh. I'll play them in the background, you know. But <laughs> um, the new one, the new three are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of a concern. Actually, you bring up the the sequels, and not not the movies themselves being a concern, but is it a little concerning in Disney? you know, pushing as much Star Wars as they are right now. Could that impact well, these games to maybe not be the greatest things because we've got a deluge of Star Wars stuff. By the way, Respawn's also working on some single-player first-person shooter that we talked about a while ago on the show. They've got their Apex Legends, which is going gangbusters, so they're doing a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of stuff on Apex Legends' plate here. Disney pushing the Star Wars license not only on the movies but also in the video game space could that yeah. lead to a compromise or a sacrifice of quality with the uh, same concerns that people had with the sequels 
If only EA had another studio under their yeah, right. that was <laughs> right. that had ever done Star Wars before. Right. I think I think I think it would depend on the studio producing it and if the studio producing it is willing to sacrifice quality or not. And it all I think it will also depend on what the storyline of the games revolve around. Because as we've seen with the movies and the resulting other TV shows that revolve around the universe. If they if they step away from that one family that keeps screwing with the universe, <laughs> or in this case, two families that keep screwing with the universe, the resulting media is really freaking good. Yeah, I mean, Mandalorian, huge. Mandalor- Book yeah, of Mandalorian Boba Fett doing very well right now. Boba Fett is good. I mean, Although Mandalorian still had to get that family in somehow. He did, yeah, they he did. did. <laughs> yeah, but they did. Uh, but I mean. I, I'm one. not a fan yeah, at Rogue all. I love Rogue One. I, I know Rogue that's not a good. lot of people's favorites, yeah, but I, 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 I like lo- Rogue One. No, I, everyone I know loves Rogue One. Nobody I know likes Solo. But yeah, Solo I, was... Solo wasn't bad. It was, okay. it, it was... It had issues, but I mean, it was a heist movie. If you walk in thinking yeah. it's a space heist movie. Yeah, you, but it was a heist movie what... that didn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> it's Star Wars. Yeah, it's Star Wars. Better... Star Wars makes sense. Yeah, it's still better than the sequels. Guys with laser swords and jumping around and whatever, sure. I'm like, looking. Uh, I'm pa- I. I am uh, uh, cautiously optimistic here, rather than cautiously pessimistic. Mm-hmm. Where if it would have been coming from EA, that's exactly where I would right. be. <laughs> cautiously right. there, pessimistic. There's, there's also, that once again, the studio behind it, if they're not willing to sacrifice quality, and you know they don't monetize everything, and then this day and age, throw in some NFTs, then we should be good. That's a lot of ifs. That's yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, a, a lot, lot of ifs. What? But we could we could still skate by, okay with it. Uh, switching gears here, but still, you know, talking about people who've done things in space. Xbox working on a reportedly rumor, rumor, pinch of salt, put it all on there, is reportedly working on a monster hunter like exclusive, codename Project Suerte. Uh, with Halo Infinite co-developer Certain Affinity. And so this kind of goes back to something we were talking about with the Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard, Jason, and the exclusivity of different titles. And I said, you know, I, I, I get why you want to do that, but I also want these studios to kind of be spread out and maybe not exclusive all the time because it leads to... If Sony doesn't have access to Final Fantasy, then Sony has to look for other avenues, including internally, to create new RPG competition products, right? We're kind of seeing... This is exactly what I'm talking about. All right, fine. Xbox not going to be able to get the Monster Hunter stuff that is just doing gangbusters right now. So you know what? Screw it. Let's make our own. I'm all for that. We're not talking about the movie, Yod. Yeah. <laughs> no, no I, what I'm thinking here is because I mean I, I look read the article and all that stuff and it didn't sound to me like they couldn't it's just it sounded to me like they weren't willing to pay the amount they wanted well yeah six of one half dozen of the other they're not getting yeah, Monster Hunter no. on no <laughs> at the end of the day they don't have a Monster Hunter on their console right. the, so they the go out the and day, make one whatever the, the path the day, was to it. get there but but they could have is the thing they could have 
It was on the table. They just didn't want to pay the price. Oh, okay. Dad, I will let you, I'll let you, if you're ever homeless, you can come live with me and I'll only charge you $8,000 a month. Now, you could live with me. I don't know why you wouldn't. You're, I'm giving you an not, offer. Not quite, not quite the same thing. Well, yeah, it is, though, because Mike is saying, how much would it have cost him to get Monster Hunter on the Xbox on PlayStation? Not, not quite the same thing, because to me, it's 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 more akin to what I, I always see with Adobe, even though I, I use the products and I love the products they have. They see a product out there that they want to get into, but they aren't willing to pull the trigger yet, so they try to make something comparable, and then they can't, and they fail, and then they end up buying it anyways afterwards. Well, that'll be the third stage. That'll be that'll be after denial or whatever. Yeah. We're going to make a game. We're going to deny that's bad. Now we, we'll we've actually ever. known that certain affinity was working on something for a while. And I think we talked about it last year on this show where they said today we're excited to, re this is again, like a year ago today, we're excited to reveal that we're leading development on a new original IP. Are we excited to take on a genre and style of game that we've always loved thrilled beyond words? Well, I mean, that would certainly fit the bill for, we're making a new IP in um, the Monster Hunter vein of gameplay, and I see Dauntless coming up in chat, the free-to-play version of basically Monster Hunter. Mm -hmm. I mean, the mm -hmm. game series does do well. The game style does do well. When it's executed well, there's a lot of bad clones out there, too. Although we are talking about somebody that they had faith, Jason, in letting them co-develop Halo. Uh, yeah. You don't just let a nobody in to come work on a title like that. So maybe there is, an, again, room to be cautiously optimistic here. Unless they were the ones involved with the battle pass in Halo Infinite. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, it does depend on what they worked on for Halo. Any chance yeah. to get that in and bash it, Jason's going to take. Uh, yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> I, know, I, mean, I know, Jason, you're not really like into monster, monster no, hunter type no. games. Like, I think the only time I could convince you to play Dauntless was when we were making videos for it. You know, back yeah, when it and came when they out. when they have occasionally done previews with me for that's the only yeah. time I play it. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts my hand too much. Just continually whacking the button. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, You're not right there. Then you'll be fine. So we we talked a little while ago about Ubisoft and their Ubisoft Quartz NFT program and we kind of talked about like the pros and cons of NFT or or blockchain blockchain technology in There's gaming. Pros to it? <laughs> I, there could be. There could be. Not in the hands of certain companies. No. Uh, but this, right now there are not. This well, there's there's not cons of it either right now. There's, there's besides some like shitty, you know, quick quick grab games. In an interview with Finder, Ubisoft Strategic Innovations Lab VP Nicholas Puyard Puyard, I hope. Uh, and Ubisoft Blockchain Technical Director uh, Dieter Geno Gen <laughs> Genevois. I'll say. Genevois. these names. It's fine. Genevois. <laughs> they uh, they were kind of asked, you know, hey, this whole NFT program, this Ubisoft Quartz, what what what's going on? What's going on? And hey, you got fans not happy, and, and in fact, the way they word it how passionate they are about their hobby and gaming in passionate general. Passionate about their hobby. <laughs> how condescending is that, right? No, passionate about their hobby always means it's, they've been telling you fuck off. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's what I mean. And then they added, time. though, that, hey, Ubisoft still strongly believes in what it's doing and they continue to find ways to keep integrating. Well, your management does, but your union and your employees don't. 
And that's already public knowledge too. So this, so far, we're not off to good responses here. And it really doesn't get any better. Quoting from GameSpot's report, we know it's not an easy concept to grasp, but Quartz is really just a first step that should lead to something bigger, bigger, Pouillard said. Something that will be more easily understood by our players. That's the way we think about it and why we will keep experimenting. We will keep releasing features and services around this first initiative. He also uh-huh. thinks that gamers don't get what a digital secondary market can bring to them. Because of the current situation and context of, of NFTs, gamers really believe it's first destroying the planet and second, just a tool for speculation. But what we at Ubisoft are seeing first is the end game. Dollar, dollar. The end yeah. game is about giving players the opportunity to resell their items once they're finished with them or they're finished playing the game itself. So it's really for them. Here we go, Jason. For buzzword, buzzword. For, for players, you. right? Right. Yeah. Right. It's real for you. It's really beneficial, but they don't get it for now. Stupid gamers. We'll 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 set you right. Don't worry. We know exactly what's best for you. Unreal. Please buy our So NFTs. condescending. The entire interview is like that too, by the way. Uh yeah, here's the thing. We do get it. <laughs> we do. We do get that in theory, it would be nice for Yod to have an item, digital good, be done with it, make six bucks off of me by giving me said digital item. That's cool and a neat idea. The problem is you companies like Ubisoft aren't building it that way, and you know that, so don't come and tell me it's for me. You make money when Yod got the item, and you make money when Yod sold the item to me, so you are making a piece of all pies here when this happens. By the way, you're the one in control of the items, the item's rarity, how hard it is to get that item, its potential resale value. You have control over the entire marketplace and make money on both ends of the transaction. That's the part we get and we know you will abuse. Why? Because you abuse your own employees. So you've never seen me in your life. Why not abuse my wallet, Jason? Come on. This is so it's a sales pitch, like you told you and I were talking about this backstage at one point. You said it's a sales pitch. That's all this interview is. Yeah. But it's not even a good one. Yeah, because it's it's making it sound like they again, like like they know what they're doing and we don't. And that's never how you want to approach something as a salesperson. You don't want to treat your customers like they're idiots, or at least you could feel that way about them, but you still have to talk to them in the hopes that they will understand what you're trying to say and that they will feel smart for taking your great deal. I'm offering you this great Look at this, man. I'll get you this car for only $20,000. Yeah. You'd, you'd be a fool to pass this up. Because <laughs> you know, it really goes, see, look here. See, it goes for the green book value of 30000 Isn't that great? Yeah, okay, it doesn't have an engine. But still, 20000 only 20000 <laughs> It doesn't know, whatever. have an engine. <laughs> Oh, 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 it's a mess. It's and Ubisoft. It I is. mean, is not one of the companies we would trust with this anyway. It just no. isn't. No. And, <laughs> and it, yeah, you're right. The, the entire tone of the article is really. I mean, the or the, the interview. The the guy is really condescending, and it it reminds me of two different B 
big blunders that we've seen in the past. One one of which is back in the day with Steve Jobs and the iPhone 4, I think it was, where he said, you're just not holding it right when people <laughs> would, you know, bridge the gap in the antenna and they lose cell service. And then, of course, obviously, the old Activision Blizzard, everybody's got cell phones, right? Yeah. It's like, no, no, yeah. this isn't how you treat I mean, we're people. talking about an industry where they wanted Darth Vader to be unlocked through a sense of mm -hmm. pride and accomplishment, people. Mm -hmm. Come on. If you think for a oh, yeah, minute yeah. that any of them are coming at this with, this is really good for gamers, we should do this, you're out of your freaking minds. You're out of your damn minds. <sighs> Although, I mean, credit where due, I guess. I guess. Ubisoft Singapore was cleared <laughs> after a uh, long third-party investigation of all those harassment claims that they had against them. We brought that up when we were talking about Skull and Bones a while ago. Right, 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 right. Now, I mean, take it for what it's worth, but there was a third-party alliance for fair and progressive employment practices in Singapore that did a, an investigation of how things were handled and different claims and paperwork, and the investigation did come out in favor of Ubisoft. Take that for what it's worth. On the other side of Ubisoft things, Yod not very happy with Ubisoft right now. Even yeah. though even though Jason and I, including uh, Zach Sharps, who was on last week's show, if you check it out on MMOBomb.com, two days ago we posted the first look for Rainbow Six Extraction. We didn't get a chance to talk about it last week with all the Blizzard stuff. Jason and I, relatively positive about the game, surprisingly. Zach as well. Zach as well, yeah, relatively. You know, everybody, not it's not going to blow your, your head away or anything, but it it's pretty pretty fun. <laughs> and you'll spend a lot of time blowing heads away. Exactly. So. Yod, on the other hand, not so, having so much fun. Yeah, so, you know, I, I've been away for a week. I've been in a place where there was no internet. I didn't have a computer, so I didn't get a chance to, you know, no gaming machine or anything, so I didn't get a chance to play it. I come back. I, I mean, I had gotten the freaking Game Pass thing. I, I, I buckled. I got Game Pass. I've got a freaking Xbox controller right here that's hooked into my computer to see if I can play the dang thing. That's how you do that. Okay. Yeah, you yep. hook that thing into your computer. Okay. Now yep. now I know. Now I know. Right. <laughs> so so I, I was testing a bunch of games today to see which ones work with this machine because obviously this is an older machine it, uh, it doesn't have the expandable graphics cards and uh, RAM and all that stuff a gaming machine would have Right. so I gotta test what what I can play before I play with you guys or yeah. any of my friends so I plugged in Destiny and it was I was annoyed you know I probably should have done it before but I was annoyed I had to connect my Bungie account to my uh, Xbox account and blah yeah, blah blah yeah. and choose which characters i had to go and choose my playstation characters to be the ones to be the you know cross play right. characters i use and all and, that and, stuff. and to be fair what we're going to talk about with re6 it's a different reason with destiny though because that right. that didn't start as cross play and added right. cross play i'm sorry right. cross progression later right. so they do have to link and see what you want to keep right so little so, different situation but right go ahead so i after i run that through its paces i go okay let's try rainbow six extraction because i remember it came out last week yeah i go to the xbox store now there's also another thing i went to the xbox app and there's all the games they offer yep all the game pass games yep. this was another problem uh, I, I, and you know destiny was there even though it's free to play and honestly it was there i went to look for rainbow six 
it's not there. <laughs> I'm like, am I missing something? I know I'm a little jet lagged still. And, you know, it's been a week, but it should be here, right? So I messaged Mike. Hey, Mike, it came out, right? <laughs> right, Mike? It came out last week, didn't it? I'm not imagining things, right? Yeah, so, so yeah, this happened out. last week, too. The day it came yeah. out, I, I was up earlier than Jason, and I was going to get it installed so that we could do some stuff in the in the evening with it, or I could check it out in the evening. And it took me a good 10 or 15 minutes to figure out what the hell was going on with it. Because at that at that time, it was advertised in the main you know advertisement banner on Game Pass. So you could just click on it, but it was doing some weird things. Figured it all out. Like an hour later, Jason messages me and he's like, uh, is this on Game Pass? Is it, gonna, is it late or something? I'm like, no, it's there. Here's what you got to do. You got to click it in the banner. Then you have to link your Ubisoft Connect account with your Game Pass or your Xbox Game Pass account. And then you actually just launch it from Ubisoft Connect. It doesn't launch through the Game Pass. It's really stupid uh, the, the way it happens. But what has changed since then is that the game is not advertised in the main banner. So there is no game for y'all to I, click on. I'm like, where the fuck is it? You know? <laughs> you actually have to go to your Ubisoft Connect account. If open, you have one. If you have one. Open that up. And then tell it, hey, I want to play Rainbow Six, link to my Game Pass account to make sure you have an active Game Pass account, and then it just lets you play it. It's literally, like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. I hate the way it's implemented. Just put the damn thing on Game Pass. Right, right. So they, don't want, like, they want you to sign up for Ubisoft Connect. Yeah, right. yeah. Exactly. It would be like having to log into Netflix and then link your Sony account because you wanted to watch a Sony movie and then have it launch from Sony's streaming device uh, platform instead of Netflix anyway. It's so it's, stupid. Yeah, it, it, so no, no, I'm not going to do it. I, I don't need another app on this damn computer. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it, I'm going to be running other games anyway, so it's going to take up hard drive space, and I don't need another app on there that may or may not be watching me. I know apps watch me anyway what do you mean but... may or may not may <laughs> oh yeah okay may. it will be it will be <laughs> i don't need may. yet another company tracking me <laughs> in good news this week elden ring went gold Ooh. we're we are on track jason this you, is my I, surprise I, I, face yeah i mean it <laughs> looks like you were right not gonna have another delay however mm -hmm. they did say yeah day one patch <laughs> <laughs> it went gold but day one patch uh yeah. What game doesn't have one these days? Exactly. I'll be playing it till at least day exactly. one hundred or something. So. <laughs> but what if it's on Game Pass? <laughs> so we're on Twitch, and I have a question for you, gentlemen. So earlier this week, Twitch kind of blasted out a blog post about a new incentive program for streamers to make money. Right. Right now, your affiliate or your partner and you make certain percentages of your subs and your cheer bits and you know ad uh, ads when you run ad rolls and stuff like that so we we all know how it works you make a percentage of that when you're an affiliate like us with a small audience yeah this doesn't make any money uh it's it costs us money but you, the, you, in theory you could go asmin gold right and be making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month twitch put up a blog post about a process that they're implementing that would allow affiliates and partners to make guaranteed incomes. And I thought, okay, I'm interested. Now here's the problem. By the time I caught wind of it, they had taken the blog post down. 
So what I think happened is they got out a little ahead of themselves. Everything we've been able to see, this is happening. Like, it's all built and everything. It's not a question of if it's just when is this happening. But I want to see how you feel about this. So I'm going to show you one of the screenshots that we got of how this may work. The system may give you a number of different offers that you can choose from. Now it's not exactly, may not be exactly the offers you see on screen. This is an example, but it says, hey, you know what? If you wanna make 500 guaranteed dollars this month, we want you to stream for 40 hours over the course of the entire month and run two minutes of ads every hour that you stream. If you wanna make 800 bucks, Still stream 40 hours, but give us three minutes of ads every hour. And if you want to make a thousand bucks, still stream 40 hours and you run four minutes and you would pick or four minutes of ads every hour and you would pick which one of these you want uh, and then go ahead and execute it. And when you do, boom, you get your 500, your 800 or a thousand. I like the concept right away. I like the concept of Hey, that would be actually kind of helpful on a channel like ours, right? We're not making tons of sub money. Like it is more expensive because I have, and, and a lot of that is by choice, right? I have the website and everything for Ready Check Radio. And all that you're paying us, I mean, our salary is <laughs> right. Everybody's zero salary and me yeah. hemorrhaging money. Uh, but a lot of that is by choice, and I accept that because I like doing it and I want it, you know, presented the way it is with a website and all the different platforms and stuff. But I could get behind this. Here's my, uh. There's one part of me, Jason, that if I was watching you stream and you ran three, let's say you took the $800 one and you ran three minutes of ads in a 60 minute stream slot, I kind of go, ugh, I really don't want to fucking watch three minutes of ads. But I also go, but I like Jason. I know why he's doing it. It's to get him the guaranteed money. I'll sit through the three minutes of ads. But is there a point where it just goes, you know what? I don't even care how much I like this streamer. I'm not watching four minutes of ads every minute. This is like, is this all good? Or do you kind of look at it and go, okay, this, this gets a little ridiculous ad count wise. Because so, I'll tell you what, people hate two minutes of ads. Oh, I know. People I know, absolutely know. detest two minutes of ads. I'm thinking about this as a viewer. I would not mind having like a, an every hour or so a break or so because first of all I'm usually playing I'm usually doing something else in another window playing another game browsing the web whatever I'm usually not rapidly completely paying attention to a stream right so if they go basically off for like two or three minutes or whatever every hour I probably don't pay that much attention I, I use it as the break like when I'm streaming on MMO bomb that's I'll, the other point right let's get up stretch our legs refill our drinks smoke them if you got them we'll be right, right. back I hit I'm add break and I and I bounce viewer standpoint as a viewer how do I feel about this? And, that, yeah, and yeah, my yeah. point is, it would be okay. I think I could deal with, with you know, like I said, two or three minutes every hour or whatever. And as a streamer, same thing. I want to have my, my stretch break every now and then. And the fact that you can control it is the big point. So I remember back in the day, last time I think I remember seeing ads when it was just when it would just run randomly every 15 minutes. And that was just, that was a no. Yeah, <laughs> and you will be able, at least in what we saw, who knows if it'll change, right? Uh, you you are able to continue to use the ad setup thing that you can use now to place your ads and you know don't start an ad within ten minutes of me starting streaming like all of that control that you have on your stream you will still have that with with this type of thing too. 
But the question is going to be the money. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like the dollar amounts used there might be I'd a little. I'd love to get five hundred bucks for doing this every time. Right. Yeah, the, I feel like the dollar amounts there are like, you know, th- those may be the offers because the offers will vary by user. So those yeah. may be we may be looking at like the high end offers there, the people that have oh, well, three thousand people in their chat. You know, hell yeah, I'll give you five hundred dollars a month for two minutes yeah, of ads not. every hour. It'll yeah. be interesting. Like we'll we'll see. But they took the blog post down. I think they, they just got out ahead of themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think someone hit go before they were ready to. Yod, what do you think? Like, as a viewer. If, like, you said, like Jason said, if you can control where you place the ads, all for it. The thing I, I was annoyed by, I'm always annoyed by, is like when I jump into one of the streams or whatever, and instantly there's an ad there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to see what's going... It's live. It's covering up the liveness of it. You know, so I'm missing something while this ad is playing. So if if it's, you know, the person presenting going, okay. Yeah. Uh, smoke them if you got them. Go up, stretch your legs, click. Yeah, I, think it's, I, know I think it's got they've potential. They've walked away so I can walk away. Yeah, like I said, it's got potential. If... if like I said, like I'm saying, if they if they are controlling it, and you are, I know you they're are walking away, so I can walk away. Yeah, you are. I mean, I'm not going to pull it right. up right now, but you can control right. the ad stuff. What and and you know, do you want to break it up one minute here, one minute there, every hour? To me, honestly, right. I would just go, hey, I'm at 58 minutes. I'm going to go use the John. Enjoy two minutes of commercials, and we're all done with them. Let's go for another exactly. hour. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, and that, that's perfectly <laughs> fine. Flynn saying growing up with analog TVs, it was five minutes of advertisement every 10 to 15. Yeah, it pretty it's much still, was. Yeah. yeah. There was, I was actually watching something on actual TV the other day, and I was like, I was flipping back and forth. I think it was a, a football game, and I, I go to, there's a commercial. So I go to another channel for there's a movie that I was kind of interested in. And I was like, okay, whatever. And there's a commercial there. Yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I go to the watch, go back to the football game. It's a pretty quick series, three and out punt. They go to commercial again. I go back to the other movie channel. They're still running that same commercial break. <laughs> I was like, "Good God!" It's going to be interesting. I'm very curious to the dollar amounts because, I, like I said, I do feel that five hundred, yeah. eight hundred, one thousand is probably geared towards like the, those oh, yeah. would be the offers for like a Mister Happy who has three to five to six hundred people live. Uh, apparently, my son just got an achievement on uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> You guys couldn't hear the sound, but stream and the show did. Um, so we'll see what it looks like for smaller channels. If right. if it's we'll available, right? Yeah. If well, it's I said available. affiliates. I mean, it's a partner. Right, 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 right. So. But the, the offers are still personalized, sure, and it's going to sure. roll out slowly. So we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Epic Game Store released its 2021 year in review. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I did see a tweet by Zach that I couldn't help but smile at. 194 million plus total PC customers. Great. Fantastic. Good job. $840 million spent on PC players by uh, by PC players on the Epic Game Store. So if you do the math, that's about $4 per user of us over the course of the entire year. 300 million. It gets even better. 300 million spent by players on third party PC games in the Epic Game Store. So in other words, five hundred forty yeah. million of that is Fortnite and Rocket League. Yep, right. <laughs> Pretty much. Now, I, when I saw that come out, I did want to check to see just to get an idea of what, st- what kind of business Steam does. 
the most recent numbers I could find on that were that in 2017, their revenue was $4.3 billion. You know what's doing really well? They're free games. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine why. People, 62 million of them. Yeah. I can't imagine why. Gee, really? So 89 like, free games, yeah. 765 million claims. I put that under the headline in the show notes. Are big numbers really big? Right. <laughs> yeah. Because if they're free games. Literally, and I, I can't say, like, Jason and uh, Q and, and Zach were all like, I'm in the zero bin. I didn't even give the $4. I do through Rocket League, obviously. I have never purchased a game or paid for anything else through the Epic Game Store, but I have paid for uh, Rocket League credits and for the season passes and stuff. So I am, like, covered. Like, when I buy a season pass that's good for, like, a month and a half, I got, like seven of you covered for the entire year. You don't have to spend anything and we'll make our $4. So Mad Martha, I keep forgetting to even get the free games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got none of that. I don't even have Epic Games Store installed on my computer. I wouldn't if I didn't have to. <laughs> Occasional demos and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, Blizzard got a new game coming out. A new game. But, but not anytime soon, right, Jason? <laughs> yeah, whenever. It's a new survival game and a new IP, new universe, new, 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 triple A, wonderful new, new, survival game new. with like modern day stuff and also like a big floating castle. So probably some sort of magic technology, modern day Harry Potter stuff. Mm. Neat. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And we it's expect not, that's not Harry. It's not actually Harry Potter. <laughs> we also ex certain of that. We also expect news on Warcraft, Diablo, and Overwatch within the next week or so, too. So hey, Mike Yabara oh, yeah. didn't lie last week, but he said we had a big announcement for this week. So yeah, maybe yeah. he still uh, yeah. he knows what he's talking about. Maybe, maybe. It's amazing when he's allowed to write the communication. Oh, wait, did I did I imply yeah. that last letter might not have been written by him? Did, did you did you read the first the first paragraph of my thing? Yeah. <laughs> I did. It's not He wasn't it's, lying, which is a bit of a surprise for Actable's management these days. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's hit some miscellaneous smaller bits of news. Yacht, I'm going to let you take this one cuz I know you're looking forward to this game, but now you oh. got to wait even longer. Oh. Oh, the Evil Dead, yes, yes, yes. It's been delayed again. Question is, will it be actually released in May? <sighs> I mean, I feel like it has to, right? They put it on yeah, Friday yeah. the 13th. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a dang good date for a game like that to release. And it, it's... It, it can't be a coincidence that they just chose that date. You know, it can't just be, oh, by the way, it'll be done by that day. It's got to be, it's going to be done. We've got to delay it. Let's have some fun with the date so yep. that they chose that date. Therefore, it'll be finished before that date. <laughs> I'm, I am 100% I am <laughs> on board the, the same way Flynn is in chat. I, I hope it just comes out and it's good. Because right. I love Evil Dead. I, I, I right. love this. I played Friday the 13th forever until they couldn't do anything more with it because of the lawsuits and all that stuff. So I like that type of game with friends. I love Evil Dead. I love Bruce Campbell. I'm all for this. I do have to say, though, Jason, that double delays for a game that was essentially supposed to release next month, uh, that does concern me a little bit. A little bit. If you were this close to what was your original release date and you had to delay a second time, 
it kind of makes me feel like you really weren't sure about some things yes. to a great degree. I'm wrong. New World Cyberpunk. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for the so, delay if it makes a better game right. and, and if it avoids so, crunch and all that stuff. So, Jason, you're saying that it, it, somebody said, said something was done when it wasn't done? No. Is that what's going on here, maybe? Surely <laughs> not. Surely not. <laughs> or they could just try and get the heck out of February. If I wouldn't people don't, don't do that. Well, That's true. There, there is point. that, yeah. Good there, point. There totally is that, because, I mean, everything is coming out in February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though, Evil Dead in the game, game uh, world, <sighs> their games have been hit and miss a lot. The last game I loved was on uh, Dreamcast. Dreamcast. PlayStation 2 for me. Yeah. PlayStation 2 on the Dreamcast. Yeah. yeah. I, I tried playing the Dreamcast one. I couldn't get into it. In fact, I have it somewhere around here. <laughs> <laughs> I even have a Dreamcast. It's, it's stored away. <laughs> my my number two MMO is getting a its annual expansion slash big DLC. Like, I don't know what you want to call it. They they do like one big release and a couple DLCs is the way it rolls out. I'm number out two on this MMO all the time. <laughs> this is this is always my number two MMO. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. unfortunately I still like can't get up the gumption to catch up my PC account. Please cross progression. If you don't want to give me cross save, that's fine. Or I'm sorry, cross play, that's fine. But God, give me cross progression and just don't let me market board things across service. That's fine. I get it. But damn. I'll tell you what though, I do like the idea as much as I love Jason, like Obviously, seeing locales we love, right? That's a big thing for you uh, and Guild Wars Two fans, mm-hmm. right? And End of Dragons going to Cantha. Yeah, that's a big. I used to be a big like uh, Elder Scrolls lore guy, but yeah, yeah. And so, like, I loved Morrowind coming. I loved Oblivion, the most recent one, and stuff like that. I love playing the stories in areas that I knew. I gotta say, it is nice to see uh, a area that I didn't know because it has never been explored in the Elder Scrolls, and I'm echoing through your headset there, Yad. We were doing so well. Um, The uh, High Isle, Legacy of the Bretons, uh, focuses a lot on uh, politics and trying to peacemake and treaty the, the war between the three factions in a new area. I love it. Oh, by the way, they're putting a card game in it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's not Elder Scrolls Legends. Well, so nobody cares about that. It's yet another Elder Scrolls card game. And when I saw that, I kind of like I kind of had the same reaction a lot of people did was playing the game can do what? Oh, assist with the story. Okay, cool. Oh, get you furnishings for your house. Okay, cool. Um oh god, this is just another thing to put in the cash shop, isn't it, Jason? Mm. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> like the, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, Zach saying, I just wish they actually released dungeons with the X packs. They always include them in an additional DLC and haven't brought forth a group finder for trials. Yeah, well, that's, that's why you sub. Yeah. So you get all the stuff. That's the that's the sub, baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. the and sub. including the craft bag, which is why I won't ever play. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Like the craft bag being in the sub, we we joke about that a lot, Jason and I, on MMO bomb shows and stuff like that. But 
I don't joke. Even, I'm deadly serious. I'm not even sure why. Like, yeah, it's super convenient. Great. But I'm not even sure why it's part of the sub. Like, that should just be in the game. The sub, I think, is good enough without that to sell itself. Like, I love the way they do their optional sub. If you sub up, you get all the DLC. It's all unlocked. And by the way, Yod, each month that you're subbed, they give you crowns for their cash shop store, just like most other games do, which mm. you could then use if you didn't want to sub anymore to buy the individual DLC packs that you enjoy running those dungeons or running that story or whatever, and you want to keep them unlocked permanently. Use the crowns from your sub to buy those spot DLCs. And then if you unsub, you lose all DLCs except the ones that you've now bought. Like, I love the way they do it. I, it it's got to be it's got to be just to an inconvenience people just enough it is. that they they think it is. you know oh 100%. that sub doesn't cost that much 100% I can, I can you know afford that that's my but, whole thing and Jason's Jason's exactly right too it is a slimy thing to do mm -hmm. the problem the, my only question like I look at it and I go this isn't like uh EA slimy your your sub is good enough without this little slimy tactic that I think right, you'd be they're okay. So <laughs> you're just so used to slime that they can't get by without it. <laughs> uh, you can pre-order it now. I'm very excited about it, but I still got some catching up to do. Yep. Final Fantasy's ruined me for all MMOs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my, well, that's my number one. What are you going to do? That's why ESO will always be number two. NHL 22 getting a couple firsts in the game series. So they've always done the international teams, but not officially, right? They always, like, made mock-up jerseys, uh, and the rosters were basically just built off of people that they had already licensed their likeness from the NHL. But now they've officially negotiated with the IIHF and will be bringing the international teams with their actual jerseys and all the paraphernalia to the game, including the actual rosters for non-NHL players, including another first, the women's national teams being included in the game. Now, this isn't the first time a female character has appeared in NHL. I'm a huge hockey guy, so I love this. And I was talking to my daughter, who is becoming a huge hockey person all of a sudden because I took her to her first hockey game last week. <laughs> Tuesday night, I'll be going to see the Pens and the Capitals because she spent her money to buy two tickets. Oh. Uh, so oh I'll I was watch like, the Capitals game, see if I can see you on, uh, on yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so you've been able to create a female character in NHL before, and there have been one or two special, like, promotional female characters that were in the game in years past, but now we're getting all the international teams, all the good stuff as far as their jerseys and locales and rosters and the women's national teams updates. I think this is absolutely tremendous. I played NHL 22 last night again after the uh, Penguins game was over. Sad loss uh, in a shootout, but what are you going to do? I absolutely love this because there's some international teams that I you know, I just maybe love for their jerseys in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really cool, Jason. I think it's really cool. Yeah. And and having the women's national teams, having a daughter that's into hockey, that's just tremendous. That's just tremendous. Yeah. I mean, they've had a lot of really good teams through the years. Yeah, uh, I think they've they've won gold in a lot of the competitions. I'm actually sad that uh, that it wasn't until after I left college that my college got a women's team, and I would have liked to have maybe gone to see that occasionally. But I will point out something in the article that yep. I thought that I thought about. It says, animating and illustrating the women took a lot of effort. 
I guess didn't Ubisoft claim Ubisoft that? Ubisoft was right all along. I guess making female characters is hard. <laughs> hard to animate. Yep. Oh, okay. Oh, Great God. Britain. Does Great Britain have them? I don't know. Um, Great Britain's women national ice hockey team, men's national ice hockey team. They probably do. Uh, yeah, I would yeah, they do. yeah. I mean, uh, founding member of the IIHF. So, I, yeah, I would assume so. The team is controlled by Ice Hockey UK. Um, I love ice hockey. Love it. Love it. I'm going to take you guys out and we'll stream playing roller hockey or ice hockey sometime. <laughs> um, hey, any guesses? The Rock is apparently in a game movie that he's very excited about. A game that he says he's played for years and years, but he won't give you know any hints or say anything. They the internet's the internet's got some ideas. Gauntlet, Double Dragon, and then some jokes with from the Among Us team. Any idea? It just says he's excited. To, to bring this here, I'll read the exact tweet. Hold on one second. Where is it? It is. Whoops. God. Where? No. Oh, my God. I just broke it. We're going to bring one of the biggest, most badass you. games to the screen, one that I've played for years, what The Rock said. Thank you. There we go. DJ Havoc saying think... Tomb Raider. Flynn saying Doom 2. Tark saying Wolfenstein. <laughs> Zach saying Call of Duty. I think they should make a sequel to Detective Pikachu and have him in the in one of the roles. <laughs> I was actually going to say... I'm, I'm not actually serious about that. I love that movie. That was great. Yeah, Detective Pikachu was good. I mean, you could have him being the Ryan Reynolds character who gets, you know, gets tossed into a a Pokemon. It could be a rock-type Pokemon. It's going it's, it's to be some <laughs> dumb meathead shooter. Now, probably, it's, it's not, it's not going to be Duke Nukem. I think that that franchise has just taken such a beating that nobody wants to touch it. Oh, could it be the, the Pal but, World or whatever that the one thing with the Pokemon <laughs> shooter thing? The Pokemon that make guns. Yes. <laughs> Medieval wow. from Baron. That'd be tremendous. Wow. I, I kind of agree with Flynn that it's probably Doom. Probably Doom. No, he already, did, already Doom. Doom. He already I, did Doom. He already did Doom. Yeah, I know. But he's got to do Doom 2 That was two horrible. Now. Doom 2. No, no, no. They, they did uh, Doom Resurrection. That was even worse than the original Doom. Tark says Gears of War. How about Resident Evil? No, no. That, he that's fair. No he way. Could be, he's the master of unlocking. <laughs> God of War. Mm. 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 Havoc might be on to something. And then Zach. That's not bad. Zach, you lost. Havoc got it in there first. Just barely. Yeah, but he did get in there God first. War is a good one. Yeah. Um maybe Wolfenstein if he's played it for years. It you know it could be for, you know, an older t type game. We'll see. So, you know, Wolfenstein. Sega not making or not running uh, arcades anymore. Still going to make arcade games. So, they're not getting totally out of the business, but Surprised arcades are anywhere now. Yeah, they're, I mean, well, they're Japan's still, yeah. a little different, especially. Yeah, but, but they're shutting down their mega arcades in uh Japan and signing them it's over to a, to a different company. End of an era, gents. Yeah. yeah. End of an era. But you'll still be able to play Outrun. <laughs> they'll, still, <laughs> they'll still make it. Uh last up, I just thought this was like, wait a minute, shouldn't this be the de facto norm for everything <laughs> that's subscription-based? According to GameSpot, Microsoft will eventually stop billing dormant Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass subscriptions. <laughs> They're adopting a more consumer-friendly approach to auto-renewals. Now, I say that in quotes because they're not doing it in our areas. 
They're not doing it in all areas. In fact, they're only doing this in the UK. As a voluntary agreement with UK's... Voluntary. Voluntary agreement with UK's Competitions and Market Authority, or CMA. Sony and Nintendo have not committed to any changes here yet. Now, the deal is... If you have not, if you have an Xbox Gold membership, it's it's not a, because of a new UK law. It's voluntarily cooperating with somebody that would probably make a law if you did not <laughs> voluntarily cooperate. If you have Xbox Gold, for instance, and you haven't used it in a year, they will email you or contact you and say, what's up? Do you still want to use this? If you don't, here's how you cancel it. And if in another year, when because it, it pops up for renewal annually, right? Mm-hmm. If in another year you still haven't used it and you never canceled, they will auto-cancel it. They will auto-cancel it. And I just read that and I was like, shouldn't that be the way all subs freaking work? I mean, right. my life would be so much easier. <laughs> If I wasn't like, what am I subbed to right now? What am I like? But see, e- ESO is one of those games. Like I'm, I'm like, uh, shit. Do I gotta? Is that coming up for renewal? Because I don't. I'm busy in Final Fantasy right now. I don't think I'm gonna play that. So yeah. <laughs> but you there. know, my opinion is get your shit in order. If you <laughs> if you don't know where you're spending your 15 bucks a month, if you don't remember that you're doing that, that's on you. Cancel as soon as you sub. That's normally yeah. what I do. Yeah, that's normally what. Yeah. That's Actually, a, that's, you, I, for things like Swotor and stuff, like I sub up for one month and then immediately just cancel. When it, you put yeah. this article out there, when you showed, showed us this, I actually checked to make sure that I, I had actually canceled my uh, Game Pass. So. <laughs> I might actually keep going with Game Pass. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, I'll probably do the same thing. I'll probably do it every now and then. But February, with everything else I have to play, I'm just not going to bother. Yeah. Let's slide over and do Games of the Week. This is the way we end every episode of Gaming Gumbo. I'm going to, all three of us are going to recommend a game. Could be a board game, card game, video game, whatever that we are playing this week, played previously, haven't played at all, but think you should check out. We're going to give you a recommendation, all three of us. And you'd let us know in the comments on YouTube or over on readycheckradio.com which one of us gave you the best recommendation. Uh, I'm going to go first this week because I think I've avoided going first for a few weeks. Uh, Not intentionally but just didn't realize it and uh yeah my son and i uh pretty much spent the entire day playing microsoft flight simulator so i gotta give it to that uh it's just absolutely tremendous it may not be your cup of tea it's also 110 gigs um but it is an absolute blast if you like that type of thing so i'm willing to accept the loss by putting up something my son and i have had fun messing with uh go ahead jason you hear that, Torchwick? He's taking a loss just because he had a good experience with you. No, my other son. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, well, screw, screw that wow. kid. No, 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 uh, spoiler alert. Hi, I'm here. Wow. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to give it to uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. Wow. Was that good for you? Yeah. Huh? yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, it's just, here's what it's got doing wrong. One, my Game Pass runs out in two days. Two, it's by Ubisoft, which I don't like and want to give money to and three it's not on steam and it's like i don't know there are so many Although, strikes if, if against that game that, i am amazed that you are giving it your game of I the just week like, that's i like playing it it's rare that i just like playing the game even if i dislike all the other crap associated with it but all right. i like playing it so there we go what do you got yod so 
<clears throat> I didn't get to play Rainbow Six in, uh, Extraction. No, no. <laughs> no. So, so you know, I I can't give that to to my mind to that. But I and even though it was my computer cannot handle it whatsoever, I did get a chance to play some of Halo Infinite. Yeah, you were talking and, about that. Okay. Yeah, and it was stuttering like hell. And it, the computer was struggling and groaning at me, but I got through like three or four levels of it, and it is good. I like it. That's gonna be my game of the week, Halo Infinite. I don't know why Chad's talking ball- about Dark Cloud, but Dark Cloud was a tremendous two games. Yeah, Dark, tremendous I like Dark Cloud. Two games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see a third one. I, I could get down with that. So there you go, Microsoft Flight Simulator, Resident, um, Resident, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction and Halo Infinite. Let us know who gave the best recommendation in the comments below. And if you want to recommend a game for us, throw it down there as well. Feed that algorithm, ladies and gentlemen. That's the whole point. Engagement, baby. Don't go anywhere right after this stream. We'll shut down for about 15 seconds. Come up live with Mr. Torchwick. What's up, sir? Uh, Not much, not much. Just chilling, recovering after that Just- personal attack, Jason. <laughs> Well, I knew you couldn't have been playing Microsoft Flight Simulator because it's not older than you. <laughs> Speaking of that, you are streaming your show, Games Older Than Me, after mm-hmm. the uh, the show today. Are we still in Zelda Majora's Mask, or are we done? No, we're still in Majora's Mask, and look, yeah, we might be in it for a few more streams, considering we were about halfway through the story, but we were going to make an attempt at the side quest at least. Nice. Nice. So... Well, your, your Uncle Havoc is in chat, and everybody else is in chat, ready to watch you play. Don't go anywhere. We'll tune in with him in just a moment. That's going to do it for us on Gaming Gumbo today. We'll be back, of course, next Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern, with another episode. Don't miss The Relic Grind, our Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix show, on Sat- or on Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern as well, right here, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. But, of course, YouTube iTunes, Spotify, all that fun stuff. You can catch us anywhere. Just, uh, you know, let us know you like it with a little thumbs up. Yes, Nino Kuni is a great series. I platted the second one. I didn't plat the first one. Uh, yeah, Tark, you definitely need to play that. Until then, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Artworks on Twitter, Yod Artworks on Facebook, and right here on Gaming Gumbo. Jason? I'm on Twitter at Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter, where on Monday I'll be doing a pretty long stream because I'm taking the day off because tomorrow's my birthday. Yay! Happy birthday, Jason! I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio. That way we can tweet at you every time we go live with a show or one of our streamers. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. (laughs) 